This is the Money Savvy Podcast from MoneyWeb, where we tackle personal finance matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Butemelo Nsoko. Welcome to the Money Savvy Podcast. I'm Butemelo Nsoko. The popular show I Blew It on DSTV follows the lives of people who have received large amounts of money, either through their inheritance, the lottery, or the road accident fund. Oftentimes, they end up spending it all and ending up in a far worse position than before they got their win for. Sadly, this is a reality that we have seen play out in our own communities, where young people misuse a large sum of money they come across. Certified Financial Planner at NFB Private Wealth Management, Tulisi Lengomo, is here to share some tips on how to maximize your financial windfall smartly. Welcome, Tulisi Thank you for the invite, Dumi. Uh, it's always nice to sit with you and um, educate people about financial planning. One of the things that people think about when they get a financial windfall is settling their debt. However, some advisors say that paying off your debt while not getting to the root cause of why you got into debt in the first place won't stop you from going into that same position again. So what financial preparation do you think you should do before considering how to spend your financial gains? I do agree with the statement that... um, we need to address where these debts are coming from before we start paying off the debt. Because the one thing that a lot of people do is when they receive money, they just want to spend, spend. So in terms of financial preparation, the first thing that every person needs to do when they come across a lot of money is just to first breathe before you even start spending And the second one is not to tell your family members because family members, when you have a lot of money, they all suddenly become financial advisors and they all want you to assist them with some sort of problems or whatever businesses they try to, uh, they're trying to start up. You need to assess your financial situation by looking at all your debts and determine how you got into those debts in the first place. This will assist you in terms of how you spend your money in the future and so that you don't find yourself uh, in the debt threats in the future. Now, when would you then approach a financial planner to help you out? As soon as you know that you've got money, I think that's the most important thing. Like I said, family is the worst people to tell because I see with my own clients, as soon as they've got some cash lump sum coming up their way, everybody has an idea of how they should be best investing their money. So it is very, very important to start consulting with a financial advisor when you know that you've got money coming your way because they will help you in coming up with a plan to say, what debts do you have? How do we best address this? What do we do with this money? Whatever's left, how do we deal with it? And if there's anything that you want to buy, let's say you're planning on buying a house or a car, you can start talking about all those things. So they'll help you setting up a financial plan in terms of how you best will address your financial situation, which will be your debts. If there's anything left, then look at any future investments that you can make with that money. And just staying on that whole debt situation, how would you then decide which debt to pay off first? So debts are very tricky. So uh, a lot of people think that a small debt is not a big debt. So how you look at debt is what is the interest? So you'll see that generally unsecured um, debts, those are debt without a collateral, are very high in interest. So you find that 
you pay more interest on those debts. So it is very, very important to pay off those high interest bearing debts. And then you come to those with lower interest bearing. So the low interest are the ones that have collateral like a house and a car. So it is very, very important that people look at paying off the high interest bearing debts, which is those loans, and then come down to the other debts, which is with uh, low interest. And that's going to help by increasing your cash flow. With debt out of the way, should you then turn your focus to investing for retirement? Certainly, why not? I think um, I look at a lot of um, young people, especially in the entertainment industry, or people with uh, who work in an industry where they can make a lot of money, where they spend a lot of money in today and forget about tomorrow. So when you come up with a lot of money, it is very, very important to take that money and plan for tomorrow. It doesn't mean you now take all your money and start planning for retirement, but a portion of it needs to make sure that you've got some money for retirement and then a portion of it, then you can use for today because you can't just stop living today because you think about tomorrow. So it is very, very important that they do focus on what they can invest in in terms of retirement. And by saying retirement, not only retirement product, there's other ways to invest into retirement, which a financial advisor can assist in giving direction in best way to invest the money. So I do agree that focus should also be turned into retirement so that you can still live well even when you're old. Now, you just mentioned some other ways instead of like the normal retirement products. What other ways are there just to give us a a sense of um, what we should be looking at? So first of all, when we look at uh, long-term savings, so retirement is part of it. How I like to break it down is, first of all, a lot of times people have kids. I would say that we should look at saving towards the kids' education or for long-term because some kids have that potential to become entrepreneurs and you want to make sure that you help them start out their lives. So you can put in, you can save that money into long-term savings with better interest. So like investing in equities and your your um, unit trust and ETFs, all of that. And yeah, depending on what clients is looking for, because it's very, very difficult to say there's no one-time uh, solution for each client because there's a lot of long-term investment. Some can be offshore. Some can be endowments, so it's very, very important to just understand what the client is trying to achieve. And I think the other thing that is not talk, uh, spoken about or not encouraged a lot is other long-term investment can be into personal education and development. Because if you as a person have goals to study and that uh, studying can better your life, that is a long-term investment in your life. And some people have... Uh, do want to go into business. So that will also assist them. So there's lots of ways to invest in yourself for long term. There's not just a one one, uh, one solution towards that. So it depends on from person to person. I think that's an important point that you mentioned, because if you've educated yourself, even if you do run out of money, you still have something to fall back on and you can continue with a new career possibly. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's one thing that a lot of people downplay a lot, but investment in self is so, so important because, yeah, you can be able to generate some income with whatever skill that you get as a person. So when people think long term, they just think it's just money only. <laughs> but it's not just money. It's just 
personal development and yeah just investing in things that you want then you can because you can set out a budget to say this is how much I want to invest in myself this is how much I want to invest in long-term products this is how much I want to invest in my kids so that's why it differs from person to person hence a financial advisor would help you because they're human beings you're not putting into a machine to say I've got this what do I do they will understand your personal circumstances and give you direction on how to best do it. Now, let's say you want to earn an income from your investments. Which products should you look at? So very important is to put money into liquid investment where you're able to draw an income, such as your unit trust. Because a lot of times people put their money in products that are not suited for their needs. So let's say a client has a million rands and says, I want to receive maybe 6,000. Then you put them in this fixed products where they're able to get that. Then they come back and say, oh, but I want 10,000. So it's very, very important to have clients in liquid products, especially if they want to earn income from that investment. Because um, fixed investments like endowment, where they say, where you put the money, they say, it's a million rands, you get this on a monthly basis. If you decide that you want to surrender it before time, you might be penalized. So just for income, a liquid investment is much better. And especially when people come in, uh, when they lend their hands in a lot of money for the first time, they don't know what they want. So it's easy for them to underestimate what they want and then in future come back to change. So a liquid investment, very, very important into a low risk investment so that it gives them room to actually draw the money when they need the money. Now, should you take a portion of your funds and create an emergency fund and which product is best suited for this? Yes, definitely. So life happens, I think, during COVID, we also that some people didn't have jobs and then they couldn't meet their obligations. So just like any person, when you've got a lot of money, some money would be maybe in long-term investments, but the short-term investment, you can look at some, like your savings investments with interest, such as call accounts. So by emergency, you need your money to be accessible. So investment instruments like your, your call accounts, very, very important because if you need money, you're able to access the money because I think the worst thing is having the money but not having access to it. Definitely, I'd say a portion needs to go to an emergency. An emergency could be anything. You could be going to hospital and then there's not enough funds and then you need to pay in. So definitely a portion needs to go towards emergency funds because life does happen. A lot of us, when we play the lotto, we dream about buying ourselves a big mansion and two fancy cars. So what happens then when you get a big financial windfall and you now start considering a bigger house or buying a better car? What's your recommendation on this? Sure. I think, uh, yeah, everyone that plays the lotto does want that big house and that expensive car. <laughs> but they need to keep in mind that with a bigger house comes bigger expenses. Because let's say... You were staying in a location, now you want to move to a suburb. Suburb comes with higher expenses like your levies, your higher rates and taxes, your higher electricity costs. So people need to take that into account. So if you decide that you want a big house, do your research in terms of how much it's going to cost you. Because if you take all your money and invest it in that house, you need to consider will you be able to afford it when that money is finished because maintenance needs to happen. Hence, you see a lot of times 
the people that come, that have all this money, they buy these big houses and then end up setting it at a loss because they did not do their homework. Expensive car. I would also like to own a very expensive car. <laughs> also comes back to maintenance. You need to find out how much it's going to cost you to maintain that expensive car. Because anything expensive, it also is expensive to maintain. So you need to be at a position where you are real with yourself to say, do I need it or do I want to need it? And if you want to need it, do you know the answer? Because, yeah, as soon as you have a lot of money, then you start having a very expensive appetite for expensive things. But you need to be able to make sure that you can be able to maintain and keep them for long term. Where that's where a lot of people fail. They go for big things, which they will not be able to maintain in the long term, and then they end up selling it at a discount, which is not a good thing. So therefore, they should really, really assess their the financial situation to say, does this really make financial sense in my life? If it doesn't, then you don't have to do it. Now, with a little bit more financial freedom, some people may consider leaving their job. Do you think this is a good idea? I personally would not encourage a person to leave their job as soon as they come. They have a lot of money because remember, at a job, you earn an income. So if you are now going to leave your job to live off your your money that you, you have, you need to make sure that money is enough to cover you until until death because that's the risk that you put yourself in. So I would never encourage anybody to to leave their job just because they've got a lot of money because that unless that money is able to sustain you until death, then definitely you should. But if it's not, don't leave your job because you will earn income from your job and whilst your investment or wherever you put a money grows on the side. So never, I would never encourage that from a person. Now, for those who are considering using their windfall to start a business, what are some of the factors that they need to consider? I think a very important thing is that um, a lot of people, they admire business women and men out there, but they don't know what goes into starting a business. I look at most of my clients who are business owners where they say when they started their business, they couldn't afford to pay themselves. They could pay everybody else but not themselves. So people need to remember that a business is not a guaranteed investment. It's high risk, high return. Therefore, they need to understand what they're getting themselves into. So they need to do their homework before they go into business. So just going into a business doesn't mean a business is going to be successful. Yeah, depending if you, you know what you're getting yourself into, but you need to know the pros and cons and go into the business. And just going into business doesn't mean a business is going to be successful. So very, very important to just understand that just like any investment, a business, this one is high risk, high, high returns. And if it works, it's nice. But if it doesn't, then you stand a chance of losing your money. So it depends from person to person. So if you know what you're getting yourself into and you're ready for the risk, then you should go for it. But if you don't, I would not encourage a person to start their business, especially if they don't know anything about the business or what they're getting themselves into. Now, a lot of us who have children, we want to create a financial legacy for our children. How can you then maximize the funds that you have come into to do this? 
I think the first thing is make the right decision by partnering with someone that cares about you and, and wants to help you with regards to your financial goals. Because now that you have money, you need to have still have financial goals. And one would be to say you'd want your money to last enough to uh, so that you've got enough money to spend for the education. And also there's enough money for them to set up because a lot of children um, that come that grow up when they start, they have to start from the bottom. Hence, they borrow. That, that's why a lot of middle class is in debt because they start their life by borrowing a lot. So if you have money, I'd say you need to make sure there's enough money for the education and also separate a separate investment vehicle so that they can have access to the money so that they can be able to kickstart their future because that will make such a big difference in your child's life. Because if I think about myself, when I started working, I had to borrow money to buy a car. When I had to buy a house, I had to borrow money to buy a house. But if there was money available for me to help me start all this, I wouldn't have made the mistakes I made. I wouldn't have borrowed as much as I would, as much as I have. So it is very, very important to set up their financial future by making sure there's enough money to set them up when they start being adults because that will make a big difference in their life and also in the choices that they make in the future. And also, I think the very, the one most important thing is just to educate and empower them because that will make sure that there is a financial legacy in the family. When they know and understand financial education, then they're able to make financial decisions in their future and they will make the same mistakes that their parents make. So that's the best financial legacy you can leave for your children. Thank you, Tulisile. That was Tulisile Ngomo, who is a certified financial planner at NFB Private Wealth Management. Thanks for listening to the Money Savvy Podcast, hosted by Buitumelo and Soko. To listen to more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Money Savvy.